This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we recap the NetUp A-Team's week in RTP for their annual meetup, the ETL. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi and in the studio with me today is the distracted Glenn Sizemore. Put my phone on airplane mode, man. Oh, that's good. It won't buzz on the table and make a sound like everyone else's does when they come in here. Yeah, <laughs> trying to. How you doing, JP? Doing great. We are here at the RTP version of the ETL. Yes, uh, sir. The NetApp A-Team. We'll talk about what that is in a second here. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, we're just here doing the podcast this week, you know, just... You know, like last week I couldn't do it. I was in the hospital bed. We've covered. Yes. I want to. No, How you doing? No, I want to get more sympathy. Will you please? <laughs> you, you shower want, me. You want more hugs? Well, how I much mean, physical contact do you require? Uh, I don't know how how much does it need to grow my appendix. You back? are creeping into high maintenance. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. All right. So uh, with us today is the queen bee of the NetApp A team, Sam Moulton. Hi, Sam. Hi, Justin. Hi. Glad to be here. Long time no see. I know. How long right? has it been? Uh, five minutes. It, not even, because no. we've been in the room the <laughs> okay, entire right, time. Right, So, okay. but you Wasn't you sure what you wanted there. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> this, this whole thing is just, you know, it, it, I like it to be a train wreck. It makes me comfortable. It, it's actually truth. Like, when we're if we're too on track, he'll just grab that wheel and yank I'm as a, hard I'm as an agent of chaos, so. Yeah. Uh, like his appendix, he'll yeah. throw it from the floating <laughs> train. Well, he, he makes life fun. You know, for me in the in Slack, so you know I appreciate it. That's good. That's good. Um, so Sam, uh, tell us what you do here at NetApp and how we get in touch with you on social media, and tell us a little bit about the A team if you could. I am uh, the person who kind of herds the uh, the cats, if you will. Cat herder. Can I get that title? <laughs> <laughs> or the children, depending on how you look at it. Um, I I label myself the champion of the NetApp A team. Uh, have probably one of the best jobs in the world. I work with all these great customers and partners who really dig NetApp, and uh, they let us know that by tweeting and blogging and uh, being really, really vocal and opinionated uh, when we do things like the ETL. And how do we get in touch with you on social media? At Sam Moulton. All right. And what's the NetApp A-Team handle? At NetApp A-Team. Wow, that's a creative handle. (laughs) I like that. Easy, All right. Easy. So we, we're talking social media, and we couldn't really mention social media without invoking the name Comms Ninja, who is also in the studio with us today. Bum, bum, bum. I come whoop, with my own sound effects. You do? <laughs> I, I know. This is why I bring you in here. We are very low on budget, so we just have Amy coming in and do sound effects. She's our Michael Winslow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just giggle a little. For those people who do not know who Amy Lewis is, uh, oh, Comms brother. Ninja. Is there anyone who doesn't know who Amy <laughs> There's Lewis is? There's probably oh, somebody out there that doesn't know. Millions yeah. of great Literally people. dozens. <laughs> Literally. Happy. Those are the happy people. <laughs> so let's, let's educate them. Um, who is Amy Lewis, and what do you do here at NetUp? Uh, hi, I'm Amy Lewis, and I am fortunate to work with Sam and uh, a number of other folks on what we call Team Influence. So it's not just social media. It is community influencers like the A-Team, advocates, influencers, and also the forums. So the social platform we own. 
So it's, would you say that people who work for you are under the influence? <laughs> <laughs> often. By, oh, yeah, often. exactly. But after they've met me, for sure. <laughs> uh, There's a little bit of job description in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We, we, we fly under uh, hashtag real talks. <laughs> yes, we do. People think we're kidding, and then they realize we're not. No. Uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about the NetApp A-Team. Let's go through the history. How long ago did this start up, Sam? Well, we did our first ETL in 2014 in Boston. And we branched out from there uh, to Sunnyvale. So this has been, this is our fourth. Wait, ETL. hold up, hold up. What, what's did an I do e- it wrong? No, what's an ETL? Oh, ehoo. I should have covered that. Edel. Yeah, well, okay. So we uh, initially s- called these events Tech Field Days, but, you know, in respect for Stephen Foskett's thing. Trademark. Yes, well, okay. I don't know <laughs> if it's trademark Tech Field Day, but okay. Probably is. You know, all right. Knowing, anyway. Knowing Foskett's probably trademarked. We did it out of, you know, respect and politeness and you know, professional courtesy, that kind of thing. But so anyway, I put it to the guys. All right, well, what do we call this thing? If, you know, we shouldn't call it the Tech Field Day. And uh, Dave Marrera came up with the term ETL, which is a, um, it stands for Extract, Transform, Load. And it's a database thing of some kind. So, yeah, that's where it came from. Wow, that is really nerdy. Well, what do you think happens when you ask, like, the top 1% of our advocacy and field partners to name an event? I'll be honest. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that much nerd out of Dave Marrero. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Good point. Well, okay. I don't know I about mean, that. Can we add a nerdometer to the budget? Because <laughs> yes. I'd be so in. Yes. Oh, that Is would it like great. Harry Potter, where you just stones drop in it? Yeah, or a like... divining rod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just find oh, the nerds. Right. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. So let's talk about numbers. Okay. Uh, so we started out with how many members, would you say? Oh, gosh. One, literally. <laughs> you? Yeah. No, all right. Okay. No, I, I don't count myself as a member per se. So um, we had a couple of people who had already shown interest. So when we did a reception for the A-Team at Insight 2013, a lot of people that had learned just a little bit about the, the program stopped by ate the chocolate-covered bacon. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I had to use a little more um, elbow grease back then to convince people it was a fun thing to do because, you know, what was the A-team, right? In fact, we didn't even call it that back then. It was the NetApp Advocate Program. Boring, boring, boring. So we started with a, a core group, and we've grown now to 25 members. Sometimes it's a little more, um, but our intention is to keep it uh, very small uh, it, because uh, the community or the sense of collaboration among the guys we think is a lot stronger because it's a smaller group. Yeah, if you get too big, yeah. you kind of get drowned out a little bit. You kind of get a little intimidated. And it's super VIP. So yeah. if you're one of the 25, you're getting the full Sam Moulton A-team treatment. Sully's the bouncer Well, of, of yeah. the ended up A-team VIP party. Right, right, because I think it's important to, to mention that we do have great support from many of the NetApp SME subject matter experts uh, like yourselves uh, to help us, you know, kind of respond to the questions that the A-team members have, steer us in the right direction, uh, help us put things like this ETL together. Yeah, absolutely, Sam. I, I, in my, I didn't know that we, the first one was in Boston. Yes, it was. I didn't. I did not know about that. That that makes sense, though. It's probably good, at her house. All good things start at Boston. It's it just that everything's adding up. That's now. debatable. I don't want to get too controversial on this show. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. We have a very wide, diverse audience here. That you know, we don't we don't want to anger them with Boston 
Well, well, as, as someone who spent a formidable amount of time in Massachusetts, they're all wrong. I'm sorry. Deal with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am neither de- agreeing nor disagreeing, but continue. But it made sense because I'm based out of Maine, so. Right. That, that, that n- neither being here nor there, I will say that over the years, the one thing that the A-team absolutely has grown to be and something that we were always were hopeful that it would be is an unfiltered feedback loop. It, it, you know, we, we have a lot of feedback, and we get a lot of feedback. We've got, you know, inside NetApp Corporate, we have the Tech Senate and the official f- channels where SEs can roll up to to their their regional representatives and 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 bring that feedback back to corporate and tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. There's the obvious channels through through sales representatives and, and account reps to go and reach back into corporate and let us know what's going well and what isn't. But man, there's just something about someone who's not afraid to stand up in front of your founder and start cursing that that is irreplaceable and and you have managed to find these people and and the etls are have have proven to be uh just just a a tremendous agent of change inside the company it's a great opportunity for us to come forth and just be like hey guys and gals uh, here's what we're going to do would you sell this <laughs> right and and they're very open about yeah no i can totally sell that or no you're going to get killed are you crazy you can't do that um, so, so it's just been incredibly valuable for us. And, and I, as, I, as I'm going to argue later in this show, I, I, I think that there are already uh, things that we can point to and go, without the A-team, this doesn't happen. Uh, as far as the A-team's influence con- is concerned, I mean, we're looking at possibly expanding that, right? So, I mean, we're looking at making that a wider reach. So I'm going to let Amy kind of talk about the new program that we've got going on, uh, NetApp United. Sure. So NetApp United um, is going to be our influencer program. So we kind of distinguish Sam's got the advocates and they are like quadruple NDA. And again, it's that feedback loop like Glenn was talking about. NetApp United is for the folks who may not know a lot, if anything, about NetApp specifically, but they've always been a little bit interested. And we want the doubters. We want the people who who want to learn more because they're just not quite sure yet. Um, and, and that's obviously going to be a little bit uh, wider of an audience. It's a lower level of commitment from them and for us, as I like to say. It's the the program where we're kind of dating. You know, we've got the we've got the ring with uh, Sam and the A team, but with NetApp United, we're we're curious about each other. So we're looking forward to kind of sharing information with them, um, getting their feedback. It's always going to be a feedback loop, but getting that out to a broader number of people who have, you know, a diverse set of backgrounds and interest in in storage and beyond and data in general. I'm a little disappointed in you. Oh, well, days at end and why, Justin? Today, <laughs> because you dropped the term uh, ring and you didn't start going in to put a ring on it. <laughs> I was well, waiting for it. <laughs> there's so many ways. There can only Please be one. Please put a yeah. ring on it. <laughs> Yes, Amy is famous for her uh, karaoke renditions of songs that turn into other things, and I admire that because I do that sometimes, too. I know. I have a soundtrack in my head at all times, and yes. people think I'm kidding, and then I sing, and it doesn't even have to be good. I don't have an expectation that it's good. I just want to get the song stuck in your head, if I'm honest. Hey, it could be worse. For some ungodly reason, I just walk around humming the theme to Indiana Jones. I can't <laughs> tell you why. I've been doing it for 20 years. Just I, I, I know dun, why. Dun, 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 I know dun, why. I know why that is. Why? Because you fancy yourself a hero. Oh, maybe you're, and you're right. constantly going on to the next mission. Where's my whip, man? I don't know. Oh, right I got here. the hats. There it is. We've got. <laughs> wow, we actually have the door jam that we're using as a whip. This is getting weird. What, one thing I'd like to mention about United is it uh, is a very valuable, or it will be a val- very valuable tool for me as a recruiting um, 
uh, pool, I guess, of people who will step up and show that they're they have more than just a passing fancy for NetApp, and you know can be considered uh, for uh, an A team slot should it open up. Yeah, let's segue into that. So, if yeah. I wanted to be a part of United, how would I get involved with that? And then eventually, how would I get involved with the A team? Um, so, the NetApp United, we're doing once a year. Uh, application process. So that's just rounded up. We've got our um, first year class already established. So we're going to be doing, uh, we've met, had the little meet and greet virtually. Um, We're going to be looking toward uh, monthly briefings. So uh, definitely watch the hashtag NetUpUnited to see what's going on. Uh, We'll keep you posted. We're going to have some more information posted about how you can get involved next year. Again, we want to know who you are. I know it's a year in advance, but plan ahead. Um, And uh, that's that's kind of the cycle for that. So we're, we're listening for all voices. The A-team has a more complicated structure. And it's basically beware Sam Moulton. She is stalking you. She, she does know who you, you are. Yes. She knows Sam how you write. Sam is always watching. Yeah. She's read your blogs. She's up on your tweet stream. She has reviewed your LinkedIn picture. She knows more about you than probably your spouse or significant other. She's gone friend. through your tweet it, history and seen if you've said bad things. Pretty much. In, in, in a lot of ways, Sam just reaching out and be like, hey, you want to be on the A-team? That, that is the equivalent of someone swooping in being like, you've been doing great work for the past couple of years. It's time for you to get recognized for that. <laughs> That's right. It is. Yep. So um, as far as the United and, and that sort of thing goes, um, is it how is it different or similar to programs like V-Expert or Cisco Champions? Because, Amy, you were involved pretty heavily with Cisco Champions at one point. Uh, so can you give us an idea of how United differs from the, or is the same as those programs? I think, uh, you know, that could take me down a real rat hole because uh, that's a, a thing I like to talk about on my, my home podcast, as I call it, on the Geek Whispers. But, and uh, literally is at her house. Like, <laughs> she puts the sheets over her head. <laughs> and she's like, Kitchen table. <laughs> yeah, Home um, studio. I, Closets. I think, uh, Closets are great for that. I think a lot of these programs have very similar missions, which is it's an exciting time actually to be in our business because it used to there were only a couple of these programs where folks who were interested technologists could really engage and learn more. So I would say NetApp United is is very similar in a lot of ways to a lot of those programs. They all differ a little bit in size and in scope and in mission. Um, so not just to make it all about NetApp United or the A-Team, you know, we would encourage folks, go out there and, and do your research. Learn about the program before you join. It is know your commitment level. Know the, the level um, you know, that you're going to get back from the company you're going to be working with. Um, but if anybody who's listening isn't involved in one or more of these programs, I would say go out and do some research. Find out what's out there. Um, they, they all, uh, like I said, they have some similarities. I think the goal for most companies is they want to engage and, and listen and learn and, and share information. Um, and if you feel like, oh my gosh, how do I keep up with everything out there? It's a really great way for, for anybody who's an interested technologist to, to, to do a little more, get a little more involved in the community. And I'm always going to advocate for that. It's another way to, to kind of put all the pieces together. Yeah, and, and, and to add on to that, Amy, I would I would also say that uh, you know traditionally when these programs all got spun up, at first they were they were they were rather they were like the A team. It was a rather exclusive thing, right? They were kind of hard to get into. There was a little snootiness going on here and there. Uh, that's, that was Amy's fault. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. No, no, no. That, Sam, that's, that's, the, that's well, just there that are other whole programs. They're still like that. Some of those programs. Yeah, they are. They are. But but but. Uh, I, I think what we're discussing here is actually the inverse of that. It's 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 a very inclusive community, right? Yeah. It's it's all about like, hey, are you somewhat interested in this stuff and you wanna you wanna learn more? 
there's there's a whole bunch of people out here who are living this life. They're, they're solving the same challenges you're running into. They're figuring out how they're going to run Exchange in the cloud and how they're going to, you know, migrate their applications around and 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 deal with these data center transitions. They're trying to wrap their head around, you know, what does it look like when ONTAP isn't the answer to all my problems, right? And 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 all of this stuff and being able to connect with some peers and and, and swap war stories. That's how we all get better. So. Absolutely. And and what I love is there are varying levels of commitment. I'm a I'm an unapologetic soccer mom and also a coach and I love something I just read where they're like it's not about getting on the elite team. It's about yeah. Finding the team that matches your goals, your practice goals, your level of commitment, et cetera. And that's what we really like. We are so fortunate here to have Sam having this well-established super VIP group that gives us the permission to build another layer. There was so much interest, but it wasn't right to make that program 250 people. That would dishonor what Sam has built. So we were able to build another layer for people like I said, with a different level of commitment. And it does open up the possibility if there are slots that come open, you know, and the commitment level is right, there's a you know, great opportunity to join the A-team at some point if if Sam gives you the red light or the green light, I suppose. Whoa. Yeah. As long as you're on my nice list and not my naughty list. <laughs> you don't have to put on the red light. But, you know, um, <laughs> Sorry. To, the, to the point that you were making about expanding the A-team, it really doesn't have a lot to do with me. The guys would protest loudly, yeah, because they love the fact that you know they all know each other. Like a, fa- they're like a family. Well, and, and I really do believe in this. Like, let's. I'm glad there's many, many to Glenn's point. Like, I love that what we do is expanded. You know, Sam and I don't necessarily have to explain as long at yep. cocktail parties now. Mm-hmm. What we do, influence marketing, is actually a legitimate thing, and people don't. Just go, oh, that's so nice, and wander off. <laughs> but it's, you know, there's so many more opportunities for for people in our industry to connect. And like you said, to learn from each other. We're, our, our jobs are kind of uniquely, um, you might be stuck in a data center, or you might be the one person at your company that does your one task. And this is a great way for us to kind of break outside those walls and, and get together. Yeah, man, I told a foundry joke earlier in that room, and there were six people who laughed at it. <laughs> I'm killing it. I was like, hey, there's six other people who use switches before they were bought. How you doing, guys? <laughs> hey. So let's say I'm interested in the NetApp A-Team or NetApp United, but I'm also involved with competitor stuff or things that I think might disqualify me from getting involved. How would that impact my involvement with the NetApp A-Team or NetApp United? Well, I'll speak uh, to the to the A-Team. There, at one point in time, when we first got started, we thought, oh, man, we have to exclude anybody who's doing anything with competitors. And we realized that was doing us a disservice because we don't want these guys and gals um, to appear to be, you know, fanboys, right? That we're, you know, uh, brainwashing them and they're just pumping out what we're telling them to do. But they are. I mean, we're brainwashing (laughs) it totally. Well, (laughs) sure. What do you think the email's all about? Bacon. Not enough. Have you seen their Twitter feeds? (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty hardcore. Bacon. Yeah, bacon. Um, So we relax that. I mean, many, many of the people on the team are dealing with other you know, vendors' products on a regular basis. But that's what makes their commitment to this program so strong because they they know what they know and they prefer, I guess, if you had to to look at it that way, NetApp is their preferred vendor, but they're working with other vendors as well. And and NetApp United, I think, again, it's an extension of, I think, NetApp's new vision uh, and how they want to play in the marketplace, right? In the new NetApp, it is... 
bring on all the competitors, bring on all the knowledge, and let's talk together because we have faith in uh, in in our vision and our story and our products and our solutions. That's right. Um, so it's a it's a it's good to have these many voices because we're pretty confident that in conversation either we'll learn more that we need to take back in or. Um, we're going to be pretty convincing. Yeah, yeah, I actually like the idea of having people that are familiar with competition because it, it helps strengthen our overall knowledge base and it helps give better feedback to NetApp because we they can say, well, X is doing this. Why aren't you doing this? And we can say either this is why or, yeah, it's a good idea. Why aren't we doing that? Yeah, I mean, again, this is one of those instances where the AT, we can already look in the rear view and point at an instance where this happened. You know, our, our try before you buy program used to take three weeks to get hardware onto a site. And then there was all these complications. Like you had to agree that you were going to buy it before we even put a box in. And then the 18 just showed up and we're like, this is how this vendor does it. This is how this vendor does it. This is how this vendor does it. You guys are so far behind everybody. And within a month, we just said, okay, well, let's fix it then. If if we're that far off industry standard, it's time for us to readdress how we're doing business. Yeah, you can get closed in your own little bubble sometimes, and you absolutely you can't see the world for what it is. So. It's not malice, yeah, man. It's no, it's, it's, it's not. We're, you're just head down trying to do good work, and every now and again you pop up and realize the world's changed around you. That's right. Yep. People often ask, should I start an advocacy or an influence program? I'm like, not unless you're ready to hear that your baby is ugly. Yep. And it probably is, so <laughs> don't think this is just flowers and sunshine. No, it's not. It's a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> but all good. It really is good. Again, it's a great time to be in our industry on either side of the fence. Well, their feedback comes from a good place. I mean, they honestly enjoy being part of NetApp's success. I mean, they want to they wanna help us do be, or be better at what we're, we're doing. And it, it, it's a positive thing. It's been, you know... I don't know. For me, it's been eye-opening in many respects because I, I frankly, you know, I love the company that I work for, and I figured we were pretty much perfect. So, you know, hearing that we we weren't so perfect was a little uncomfortable at first, and I was worried about how people would react to it. But now it's like they expect it. They come in, and they're like, just don't throw knives at me. You know? That's <laughs> that the only thing they ask quote. is just, yeah, go ahead and, you know, prov- give me, give me, it, give me whatever you got to give me. But, yeah, but, but just, you know, keep, keep the knives, you know, on the table. <laughs> and honestly, over the years, the criticism is, has, we've been working on this, right? Yeah. There's only so many things you can yell about. And guess what? The list is getting smaller. It's a good feeling. Yeah. All right. So I guess, I mean, we've talked a lot about the A-Team and the ETL. Let's actually talk to some of the A-Team members. And Should we get them in here? Yeah, let's get them in here. Okay. So we're here today at ETL. This this year we did it in RTP. This is a 2017 ETL. And the ETL is essentially where we get all of the NetApp A-Team members in to NetApp, and they give us our their feedback, and we give them presentations about what we're doing and where we're going and roadmap discussions, that sort of thing. Uh, so we, we basically have brought in a group of the A-team members into this tiny, tiny room where it's getting warmer and warmer as we speak. Steven Cortez is over there wiping his face. Uh, he's got a lot of sweat going on here. Um, if you've ever seen Steven, he's, he doesn't sweat a lot, but he's sweating now. So uh, so right now we're going to start off with uh, Adam Berg, and he's going to tell us about what he does, uh, where he's from, and his role in the NetUp A-team, and then we'll go into more about the ETL. So Adam? Hey guys, this is Adam Berg. I work for a company called Presidio. I am our data center practice lead for our North Central region. I'm based in Madison, Wisconsin. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBerg, B-E-R-G-H. So I'm one of the original members of the NetApp A-Team, so I think I'm pretty qualified to kind of 
talk about a little bit of the history of this team. Um, you know, it originally started as a uh, a group of, of people who are advocating uh, for NetApp products out on social media. So we've seen a lot of changes over the last four years since this team uh, got together, which is really interesting. You know, and every year we get together for these, um, these, these group events that we call the ETL. Uh, it's a group that gets together, uh, meets with NetApp product managers from, from every, every division of the company, um, every product. They really value the feedback uh, that the NetApp A team provides. So we're out there, we're talking to customers, we're selling their products, we're implementing the products. So we're, we're sort of the boots on the street that can kind of give NetApp the feedback of how they're doing, where they need to make changes. Uh, and um, we, we actually have seen our feedback um, get into the products um, very quickly, which is the, really, this was the real value of this group um, because our voices go right to the, right to the top of NetApp. Um, and, and we get to see our, um, our voices and our opinions um, really affect the products uh, when they actually get delivered to our, custo- our customers. Yeah, you know, indirectly is something that uh, we've never talked about, but you guys can absolutely do a victory lap on is, you know, that first ETL is very much responsible for the fact that we have an all-flash-fast product, period. If you've ever been to one of our meetings, um, you'll realize that some of the biggest critics of NetApp are the ones that love the NetApp product set the most. And I think we all, all of our criticisms of the NetApp uh, product set comes from a place of love of this company and, uh, and the products that, and, and the solutions that they bring to our customers that are out, um, out in the field. And we're out there the ones that are solving really complex problems with NetApp technologies, and the feedback that we, that we offer uh, to NetApp um, is legitimately uh, put back into the products. Yeah, so you touched on earlier about, hey, you've been with the A-team for four years now, and it kind of made me think about how that four years has transpired. So, you know, we've gone from, you know, highs and lows throughout that period. So, could you give us a little bit of insight about what you saw when you first started and what you see now in terms of where NetApp is? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we, uh, you know, four years, minus, might as well be 40 years in this industry. Um, four years ago, we were in the middle of this 7MO to CDOT transition. There was no such thing as all-flash FAS. There was no such thing as the, the A300 or the A700. This, this stuff was all pipe dreams. And, and um you know things like AltaVault and uh, and cloud on tap. I mean, the whole data fabric vision wasn't even wasn't even a concept four years ago. And now this is what the company is. This is who NetApp is. They they are they are solid fire. They are all flash fads. They are cloud on tap. They are you know AltaVault. They you know, they Snap Center. I mean, the, the list goes on and on of things that didn't exist four years ago. Um, and we like to think that we've had a small piece in the development and the direction of those products. And that's really a point of pride for a lot of the people on the, on the NetApp A-team is that we've been there uh, every step of the way through this transformation of where NetApp was, where they had this one little product uh, called uh, ONTAP 7 mode. So now they have a full portfolio that they call this data fabric vision. And you know, it, it, it has very much been a hand-in-hand journey of, of, of NetApp's partners and customers um, through this transformation. And the company, it, it truly looks... Uh, night and day different than it was four years ago. And that's that's really the beauty of, of this group and where, where NetApp is today. All right, so Chris Mackey uh, is another longtime member of the NetApp A-team. And we went over some of what Adam experienced through the last four years. And uh, before we get into that, let's have Chris tell us who he is and where he's from and how to get in touch with him on social media. Hey there, I'm Chris Mackey. I'm living in Vancouver, Canada, working for Scalar Decisions as a solution architect. I can be reached on Twitter at Chris Mackey, M-A-K-I. I've been... 
on the NetApp A team since about five minutes after Adam, I think. Our first off-site event was uh, shaving our heads in Boston at the uh, St. Baldrick's event about four years ago now. And uh, But the, before that was at the recruitment session at uh, Insight in that little room off the side of the MGM. I can't remember what that area was called, but uh, that's where we first met up with Sam. Recruitment session? Was this like a fight club? Kind of, but we're not supposed to talk about it. Okay, so. I won't talk about it. No, I, I was doing a lot of work. I was actually, at that point, I was an independent contractor, and I was doing a lot of just studying and learning stuff. And as part of my learning, I would document it in the communities, and so other people could learn from it as well. And because of that, Sam reached out to me and said, hey, you know, you do a lot of stuff out in the communities. Are you interested in, in meeting up for uh, beer and bacon at Insight? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll, I'll show up. And uh, well, four years later, here we are. So Adam touched a little bit about how NetApp has changed since he's been on the A-Team. And we're going to turn it around slightly. We're going we're gonna to talk about how you've changed since you've been on the A-Team. So could you give us a little bit of insight of how the A-Team has helped you advance and helped you understand more about your role as a solutions architect? What it has done for me is it's, it's forced me to be better. I mean, it was, it's easy to coast around just without learning anything new. But then you look around this team of amazingly smart people, and you're like, man, these guys, some you get that imposter syndrome thing, like, I don't know that I belong here. So you have to start learning more now and, and forever. I mean, never stop learning, right? As for the solution architect side of things, what it, that part was nice is having this community of people that are, are fantastic to bounce ideas off, to ask questions, and just you have this little group of experts that you can talk to at any given time. And, uh, and you can really be honest with them. And that's what's great about the NetApp relationship is that we can be honest like you can be honest with your family, and sometimes it hurts. But that comment you guys made about the all flash faz, I was at that ETL, and I did. I had no idea that that ETL was responsible for the all flash faz. That is, uh, that's a pretty good story. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, sessions where it's been contentious, right? I mean, we've had some very heated sessions. We've had, you know, AT members come in and just really lay it down for us and say, "Hey, this is not working. You guys need to do something about it." And you know, whether or not that feedback is taken back is is you know, depends on the product manager. But generally speaking, when it has been taken back and applied, it's, it's, it's turned out pretty well. I think Roger said it pretty well today. He I mean, for the first few years, he wasn't even aware that we existed. But then this feedback started percolating up, and all of a sudden he's paying attention. And then he sat through the whole day today to watch the feedback. So that's a big deal. I mean, we really are making a difference to the product and therefore the happiness of our end users. All right, so let's move on to a new guy uh, <laughs> on the NetApp A team, Mr. Sebastian. Is it Grandjean or Grandjean? Grand Jean. Grand Jean. That's not even, he's not French though, so I don't know why I did that. That's a um, Swiss. <laughs> yeah. So, Sebastian, could you give us your full name? Because uh, I'm going to butcher it terribly, just like I did. Okay. Uh, tell us what you do, where you're from, and uh, how to get in touch with you on social media. Well, my full name is Sebastian Alexandre Grand Jean Perno Comtes. And that sounds French, and it is, but it is actually from Switzerland. And since the 1st of April, I'm working for NetApp uh, HQ in EMEA. Uh, as an SE. So, so where were you before that? Talinda, a business partner. Okay, and uh, that's pretty much when you first got recruited, right? You were, you were at a business partner before you got here, or was that where you knit up before when you got here? Um, not, no, not, here not here at ETL, but, no, but knit up at A Team, yeah. No, I was recruited uh, when I was working for Talinda's, and um, well, the A Team is the reason that I'm sitting here now as a knit up guy. So could you tell us a little bit about your experience with the NetApp A-Team? What made you decide to join up? You know, how did you first hear about it? And what are your first impressions about ETL? 
Well, I didn't uh, hear about it. I just got an email and I was invited to join the EMEA chapter. And then I first start looking at the internet, what, what the hell is these, this A-team? And then uh, I said, well, it is an order to be, to be asked. And then you, uh, you go in and you see what happens and you run uh, along with the gang for a year. And then you get even more inspired. So, uh, and basically that was the reason to apply for a job uh, when they were searching for an SE. Yeah, okay. So you, you got on the NetApp A-team, and then you realized that you really liked what was going on. So exactly. you said, I, yep. I really want to be a part of this, you yep. know, in a greater sense, right? Um, so as far as the ETL goes, what are your first impressions? We'll move on to, like, what the ETL actually is and, like, you know, how we thought about it today. Um, and then we'll move on to our next group here. So ETL, uh, what did you think about it? Well, it's uh, very much a resemblance of what we do uh, every once a month in the WebEx, but it uh, has actually more value as to actually see those people and uh, have more space and room. It's very intensive because uh, English is not my first language, so I have to really pay attention and sometimes have difficulty with the words and if time goes on and after a jet lag of 11 hours. But in the end, um, because... Yeah, you love it so much. You you go you get over this point, and then you yeah you to be part of that is is great. And then you forget everything else. Yeah, there's a lot of information, but luckily you get some of the uh, information after the fact. You get some of the slides and that sort of thing. Um, Adam, uh, what are your impressions of this year's ETL compared to some of the other ones you've been to? Well, this group has gotten huge. Uh, number one, I mean, this thing started off as uh, a small group of people. I think the first one we might have had 15 people total, and I think today we do we have 50 people in the room. Yeah, so it's just 50. just the the size and and the the attention that this is getting from NetApp and the amount of uh, the number of NetApp employees that are involved now with the A team is just is just mind boggling, uh, in in a good way. Um, the that the more NetApp people in here uh, in the room uh, hearing our feedback means that our words and our voices are getting distributed far and wide within NetApp in a much more efficient way. Um, so that's that's the biggest change that that, that I've seen. Um, it, it went from the small little group um, to uh, that maybe not everyone was paying attention to uh, to this. Um, you know, we got Roger Anderson in the room sitting in the whole session all day long, um, listening to to all the feedback. So that's the biggest thing is that this is this is growing to something that NetApp has values very much uh, the feedback from their their most trusted partners. And Chris Mackey, what about you? What have you noticed different between this CTL and others, uh, or pretty much the same thing that Adam has mentioned? I don't know if it's just getting better organized or if that we're now being recognized as good influencers influencers that we're getting the right speakers in the room more often. There's not people, people aren't just phoning it in and repeating a customer presentation. They're actually customizing presentations for us, and we're, and we're seeing some roadmap items and providing feedback on those items. As before, it was just a lot of sales presentations. So that the process has matured, and like I said, I'm not sure if it's better organization or if it's just we're carrying a little more weight and they recognize that. All right, round two of the day one of ETL. Uh, we have three more gentlemen sitting in the seats here, lucky men. Uh, so we'll start off with the A-team member that has migrated over to the NetApp side of things, Mr. Stephen Cortez. Uh, Stephen Cortez, tell us who you are and what you do here at NetApp and your experience with the NetApp A-team and how to get in touch with you on social media. Sure, I'm Stephen Cortez, um, the newest virtualization technical marketing engineer. And uh, you can reach me at embassyproductions.com. Now, as far as A-Team goes, um, 
how did you get involved with the A team? Um, about a about a year and change ago, I was approached by Sam because um, I could not find um, easily on my own uh, content to how to support NetApp stuff. So I relied a lot on on other people's blogs, and uh, we started reposting a, a lot on Twitter, etc. And um, she needed she, she she reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, it looks like you're you're, you're driving a lot of content out there. Um, would you like to join this team?" I'm like, "Wow, this is awesome! It'd be great." Um, since then, it's been a great journey to the point that I, I I left being a customer, and now you know, after 19 years of supporting NetApp products as a customer. I'm now work work for the company. So let's talk a little bit about that. I do believe you were the first customer AT member, weren't you? Was I the first? Pretty sure you're the first. I'm the first. So hey, congratulations! You were the first. Yay! Um, So before that, it was just mostly partners, right? But we we decided that having customer voices was just as important as having partner voices because partner voices are going to have a very different motivation for their asks than a customer would. So having customer voices is why you were brought on and why we brought others on. As far as the A team goes, you know, what has the A team done for you as as far as your career advancement, you know, other than, other than going to NetApp and, you know, what did you see coming into NetApp A team versus when you are now sitting here? Uh, I think um it was the 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 motivation to uh learn more. Um once you start seeing in, you know in the in the team, start conversing with everybody, they're like, "Wow, um, you really didn't know anything, so you you in, in order to to continue to interact with with your your teammates, you wanted to learn more so you'd be at that level. So that that's what pushed me more to to, to keep keep learning more, and it, that also pushed me over to moving over to this new role. And you know, when you first came into NetApp A Team, uh, what did you notice as far as the company is concerned versus what you see now? What was your perception of NetApp when you started A Team versus now? Oy. Um, I know you're a little biased now because you work for us. You, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, for my first ETL last year, uh, I saw a humongous uh, push as Solarfire being the silver bullet for every everything, and now um, it's a portfolio push. What fits best for the customer versus we're only going to push X is is the new shiny object. Yeah, the shiny object thing was definitely a reality. I mean, we were trying to really feel out what Solifier was going to be, and I think we've kind of grasped what that is now. Um, and there's more to come on that front. Um, so let's go ahead and move around, move around the room here. Uh, we'll move to the next person here, Mr. Paul Hilgers. Did I say that right, Paul? Yes, correct. All right. Paul is also from EMEA. Uh, Paul, could you tell us about yourself, what you do, and how to reach you on social media? Uh, I'm Paul Hilgers from the Netherlands. I'm working for PicoR. It's a reseller. Uh, I'm a consultant for data management and storage solutions. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, PJ Hilgers, H-I-L-G-E-R-S. Uh, and I'm trying to advise, I am advising customers for data management problems, mainly. Okay. And how did you come to be on the NetApp A-Team? Uh, last year I was asked for the NetApp EMEA A-Team, the chapter. Uh, first time I met the A-Team Global was at uh, Berlin Insight. And after that, a couple of months later, I was asked to join the Global A-Team. All right. So let's talk about your experiences with the A-Team. Um, how has it changed how you view things or how you were doing your day-to-day job? Uh, I was always uh, selling 
products to customers. That was the main problem. And with, uh, with a new view of uh, NetApp, the data fabric, I see all the problems about data management uh, are, can be solved with NetApp. Especially in Europe, where data is data is the most valuable uh, property of a co company. Uh, without data, a company is nothing. If uh, data is lost, they are ruined. They are broke. Actually, let's let's touch on that a little bit. So, how how do you see it as different with data with Europe versus America? Like, how do we handle things differently that you noticed? I think America wants to know everything about everyone, and in Europe, there's more about privacy. There's a new uh, law coming. Uh, next year. It's called uh, GDPR. It's about privacy and what every company has to do around the privacy of uh, the data they owe. And can you tell us a little bit about that law? Like how is that affecting how you're doing your day-to-day -day job? Uh, every da data we touch of customers, we have to let customers know we have it. All the data from machines which pass uh, during our hands. It's all... Uh, yeah, part of the law. If we are leak it on the street, if we are get it lost, if it is not encrypted, we get be sued for uh, lots of uh, monies. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder if that's going to eventually migrate over to us because what I've noticed with Europe is that you guys are kind of ahead of the curve when it comes to security at times, and yes. it eventually makes it to us, and then we have to kind of follow suit. And it usually has to do with globalization of business because yes. we have to follow your standards. Um, but it's good that you guys kind of test drive it for us for yes. a little while. <laughs> uh, one of the problems, uh, we have a lot of customers which, uh, is, which are government, and they want, don't want the data out of the borders of the Netherlands. So it has to stay within the Netherlands. So we see a lot of product, uh, products uh, for around Amazon, but Amazon isn't located in the Netherlands. So that's a problem for a lot of new opportunities we have with NetApp products. But... Uh, Thereby, uh, Azure is much more adapted. So there is a data center of Microsoft in the Netherlands, so we can sell more products. So so are you actually seeing uh, some uptick in NetApp private storage? Are you guys doing cloud-adjacent, cloud-attached? Uh, <coughs> PQR is uh, mainly an uh, infrastructure reseller. Uh, a couple of months ago, we merged with another company, which is mainly hosting. So I think there are a lot of opportunities for NetApp combined with PQR and the new company for uh, a lot of new solutions around it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as Justin was saying, you know, th this this is kind of the fun part as a vendor. You yes. know, to, because you get to you have to play on the world stage. So when one country raises their hand and says, "Hey, we're going to raise the bar ten feet," you know, yes. as a vendor, you have to learn how to jump ten feet higher, and then Correct. the rest of the world gets to decide whether or not they want to leverage that. Yes. All right, so we got another gentleman from Amia, uh, Mr. Mick Cahoe. Is that, did I say that right? You did, yep. Oh, man, I'm nailing it today. Nice. No Mackies over here. It, it's funny that, actually, because in Ireland, everybody calls me Kyo. They don't call it my name correct at all. But when I go to the UK or come to America, everyone says Kehoe, as it should be. Oh, so, they, yeah. they short, like they kind yeah. of like bunch it all together. Just, yeah. All right, so Mick, uh, tell us about yourself, uh, what you do, and how to reach you on social media. Yeah, so my uh, Twitter handle is uh, Mick Kehoe, so M-I-C-K-E-H-O-E. Um, I've been working with NetApp uh, for not selling as a, as a reseller and a partner since 2004. Um, unlike a lot of partners, 100% of my time is, is dedicated to NetApp, so I live and die by a NetApp number, which is kind of cool. Um, 
yeah, so so I mean, we in, in Ireland there is no net app presence on the ground, so it's it's just partner uh, uh, driven, and we do probably ninety five percent of that, so it's quite significant. Yeah. Okay, so um, how did you come to be on the A team? Uh, like like the other guys from EMEA, uh, first uh, invited into the EMEA chapter last year. Um, I've always had a lot of, lot to say about NetApp. I mean, I've been fairly outspoken about the the the, the uh, troubles of, of CDOT and transitioning and migration and all that sort of stuff. And, and I've been you know fr- fairly outspoken. And that the problem was no one was listening. So when I got the uh, opportunity to be part of the 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 A team, I said now now someone hopefully will, will will hear what I have to say. And the ramblings of a madman get a stage, which is cool. Yeah, so. yeah it's pretty cool. Uh, so you've been on this about a year. Right, yeah, about, about a year, and then the 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 global eight team as it is now uh, since uh, whenever Emilia was wound up. What was okay, it? a couple of months back. Yeah, yeah. a little, yeah, a little yeah. further back. So, um, in terms of your experience with the eight team, what have you noticed since you started up till now? In terms of you know either personal growth or how the company has changed or where your feedback's been implemented. Yeah, so I think um, I, I'd echo what Chris said a, a little while back. Um, for, for me, it was. Is, I'm not hugely active in social media, but what I did really want from the A team was actually to get back under the covers within NetApp again, to get roadmap stuff, uh, to get close to engineering and product engineers to see what's going on. Because back in you know 2000, 2005, that that sort of time when when we were working very closely with NetApp, we got all that information. And as, as NetApp got bigger and it wasn't so much an engineering company anymore, uh, um, we, we we were failing to get that information, and we don't need. It's still an engineering company. Come on now. It's just not as open door as it used to be. We're getting better at marketing. (laughs) NetApp don't do marketing. (laughs) Don't tell Amy. That, that's 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 one of the things that has got me in trouble in the past. <laughs> just I, I tend to say things that pop into my head without well, thinking know, about them. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're on the A team, man. That's exactly, exactly yeah. what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah, we're not looking for pats in the backs. We're looking for kicks in the rear. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's really what this A-team is all about. You know, we could get pats in the back from our own people, and really that's what happens. You know, people work here so long, and they start to say, well, man, I'm doing really well. Yeah, and self-praise no. is no praise <laughs> at all, right? <laughs> this, is, this is going on my performance review, and I will get a raise for this. But when you come outside the company, you don't, you don't have that motivation, right? You have the motivation of, I want it to be better because this is affecting my bottom line as a partner or as a customer. And that's really where the value of the A-Team comes in. And really, the A-Team is a lot like some of the other social programs out there like V-Expert or Cisco Champions in terms of advocacy. But where it is different is where you get to do the feedback, the one-on-one, real-time. It's a smaller footprint overall than those other programs. So you get the more personal touch than you'd get with those other programs. So I, I, think, it's, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm delighted to be a part of it. Um, I mean, it, it, it definitely, from my own job going, talking to customers, because I, I don't want to go and, and just list the products that we have today. You, you need to understand what's coming down the track, not to steer customers in the wrong direction and down rabbit holes, you know, and try and sell stuff that, that, that's not going to be valid in, in two years' time, for example. So I think it's really important to be able to come out to events like this and, and get to talk to the product managers and find out what's going on. Yeah, so. All right, so let's shift gears. Let's talk about the ETL itself. Uh, your thoughts on the first day of the ETL here, Mick? Do you know, I, I, I thought it would be a lot more... Um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Don't pull any punches. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought that, that the just talking to, to Michael Cade and some of the guys who've been on it for, for forever, I, I thought it would, we would be a lot harder on the people that were presenting today. Everyone, in, I, I thought, sat back quite a bit. There was a lot of chat going on uh, um, from computer to computer, but, but we weren't challenging people as much as I expected. I, I genuinely thought it would be um, a more aggressive uh, type of event. That said, um, I mean good, useful information coming out of it, and uh, see what tomorrow brings. 
Yeah, so, you know, there's two sides to being aggressive, right? I mean, you want to be aggressive in terms of what you want to convey, but you don't want to do it in a way that's going to fall on deaf ears. And if you start to get, like, really, like, negative, then it starts to be, like, a defensive mechanism. Like, I'm not going to, oh, no, no, don't don't attack me, don't attack me. And I thought that today it was generally pretty good in terms of feedback because we weren't going on the attack. We were yeah. like, this is how we're trying to help you. Constructive criticism, this is where you need to be better. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I, and I did on, on a couple of occasions actually try and say, you know, I really like what you're doing. Snap Center, for example. I know there was a lot of people saying it's something you can't sell or it's, it's not kind of fit for purpose right now. Um, in my market, it is. And I've, I've customers queuing up to do demos on Snap Center too, and they're really excited about it. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't look to create a row or have, have, a, have, a, have a negative conversation just for the sake of it. Just from the vibe I was getting over beers in the last couple of nights, that's kind of what I was expecting today. But it was a lot more sedate than I, I, I was expecting, which was good, actually, because <laughs> I think it yeah, was, I mean, it was that, more that beneficial. Can, yeah, I mean, that can be taken multiple It could ways, go downhill so. badly tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You know, we, all, we can only hope. <laughs> yeah. You know. All right. We've talked to a few of the A-team members for ETL Day 1, and now we've got a couple uh, – well, they're, they're not really A-team members, but they're NetApp employees, and they help out with a lot of the social aspect of NetApp, uh, the communities – uh, executive social marketing. So we're going to talk to Richard Bliss here and Alyssa Lockwood. Um, so let's start off with Richard. Richard, tell us about what you do at NetApp and how to get in touch with you on social media. You can get in touch with me on social media at Richard Bliss. And what I do here at NetApp for the last five years is I drive executive social strategy. And uh, it was said earlier that uh, NetApp doesn't do social uh, excuse me, NetApp doesn't do marketing, but they really have started to change. The leadership team that's come in under George's guidance has really started to change it. And we heard that today yeah. in the first opening minutes, Roger Anderson stood up and the first thing he said was, I'm not as active on social as all of you, but I commit that I'll be more social. And I found that telling that that was the very first things out of his mouth. It wasn't about the technology. It was about communication. And so yeah. one of the things I do is help I euphemistically say that I get paid to teach executives how to use Twitter, but it's a little bit more than that. But uh, yeah, so folks like Roger and others, I help them guide that conversation online so that they can find their authentic voice to participate in the conversations that's already happening with the A-team. And and to touch on that a little more, I mean, you talk about communication, and everything I heard from them when they went around the room was not about I wanted to learn more about the technology. It was I wanted to have the communication. I wanted the give and take back from NetApp to me and, and get the roadmap items, that sort of thing. So the A-team is less about tech and more about communicating, and that, that's part of the social aspect that you brought and bring to that as well. It is, and so what I'm able to do, the reason I'm here is that the the entire influencer team is here, and then we call that rather than the social media team, it is the influencer team. Alyssa's here uh, driving communities. Sam, who drives the A-team, is part of that uh, influencer team. And so we've really, under a... a a corporate global umbrella, you're starting to bring in more of the assets of the communication so that they're not siloed. Not one. I, I don't even work for marketing. I'm not even in the marketing department. And yet I'm here as part of the communication team doing social. And so it's interesting that all of these different aspects of uh, communication are starting to come together, not under one umbrella, but all part of a virtual team without us necessarily having to be in a hierarchy that, uh, that requires that. And so you're seeing a fundamental change in the way that NetApp has traditionally gone to market. It, it's, you're not going to hear talk about products necessarily. You're going to hear a talk, much more different talk about the solutions and the issues that are driving customers. And that's where the A-team has such a strong impact. And the executives are in a position now to listen to the A-team, not in necessarily ETLs, but every day, Every moment when a tweet goes out, when a post goes on, a, 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 a blog is posted, the executives themselves are starting to engage in those conversations. And that's what I do here is help drive that. 
All right. And Alyssa Lockwood, tell us about what you do here at NetApp and uh, how we can reach you on social media. So you can reach me on Twitter. It's Alyssa, which is spelled with an I, not a Y. There's no Y? There is no Y. You sure? I feel like everyone butchers my name, actually. Like, it's, it's actually never Alyssa. I do it on purpose. I know. It's fine. But Alyssa J. Lockwood is my Twitter handle. Um, so I manage the community, and um, I manage the roadmap and pushing that forward. And one of my goals uh, for this year is trying to connect more people, trying to up-level our conversations and um, increase our outreach and connecting people. Did I ever say that? <laughs> that's okay. You can, I mean, that's, yeah, that's fine. Um, so in terms of the community, it's changed a lot since you started. And could you touch on yeah. some of those changes and, and talk a little bit about the new NetUp newsroom? Yeah, I can absolutely talk about that. So um, I think we've been um, primarily, as far as the community goes, we've been very focused on question and answers. And I, we are absolutely going to be doing that moving forward. That's going to stay the same. But we are going to... Um, like I said, increase our outreach and really change our concept of community to include a larger group of people. Um, so that's, again, one thing that I'm going to be working on. And then as far as the newsroom goes. Um, How are you increasing your outreach? How is this happening? Well, like I said, we're going to be uploading our conversations, but we're going to be, while we are still going to be uh, focused on answering those questions like we do today, we're going to be doing some other things. Um Fun things that are to be to uh, be oh, disclosed. This is roadmap. This is roadmap. You can't talk about. I can't it. really. Well, can I? Can I say something like that? I don't know. We I mean, would you get in trouble if you told us what you're going to do in the future? I don't. I don't think that that. I don't. Did I give anything away that no, I'm doing? You haven't given anything. No, away. I'm just saying. We, we are. He's you trying out? to get stuff out of you. I'm don't don't stop resist. Trying to. So far, you've been politician esque in in your answers. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. You okay, are, you, like, you, you are you making want... America great again right now. <laughs> stop. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it great again. Do make not. Communities great again. I have no comment towards that at all. Um, well, how? Well, I just I'm just gonna do it. I had the best words. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get back on track. Newsroom. So we've done an awesome thing, and we have uh, made uh, given our our blogs and our our news uh, its own kind of space to live on. Um, we really wanted to pull that out and give it its own face. Um, so that's we just put that out there, and we're doing tweaks to it daily. And um, yeah, you'll see all those changes made. Soon. I really like what you guys did there. Yeah. Uh, right, right down to the URL, yep. you know, splitting it yep. out. So when you see it come across Twitter now, you instantly know what you're looking at. Is this a forum? Is this a blog? Is this someone trying to talk to me? What's going on? Like it's 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 really clarified. Yeah. Both internally and externally, what's going on as stuff starts to come out. Yeah. This is happening. We, we have strong leadership now in a space where maybe it wasn't the attention wasn't placed on the social aspect, the blogging aspect. And when Amy and team have, which the team she's put together, Alyssa is on that team. She has really given strong vision there. And that's coming from Jean and George. Uh, that's It's being driven straight from the top. And that's why we're getting so much done in such a short amount of time. That's one of the things that continues to be surprising about what our own team yeah. is that we're talking about we've accomplished things in months. Yeah. Right. That took years of just beating your head against the wall. And now in just a few months with this team in place, Alyssa has been able to, this community has come forward. And that's why you don't even have to be coy because by the time this podcast even gets published, it'll probably some of this stuff will start to go live. So it, the the social aspect is interesting because I've I've been kind of on the forefront of like doing the social thing just in general. Like I just do it on my own. 
Um, and what I've noticed about NetApp was, was there's a shift in how they took, how seriously they took social media. Because before it felt like it was like, oh, social is just a hobby, you know? Nobody wants to listen to people talking. It was personal. It was, yeah. right? It was just, yeah. 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 But, and now they're starting to realize the value and the amplification. Yeah. And we joked about making America great again, but the election was a good example of what happens when it's you true. use social media effectively. I was recruited to the company five years ago to work with our vice chairman, Tom Mendoza, specifically. And, you know, I have Tom on camera saying I will never be on Twitter. I will never be on LinkedIn. And yet now, if you follow him on Twitter. I was at VMworld and watched Pete Fletcher teach that man how to tweet. Yes. And so. Tom and I worked together, and I worked with him to get him on Twitter and then to get him on LinkedIn, and he had that aha moment. He started to say, I am having conversations with people I would have never talked to before, and that man knows how to talk. He is out there meeting people. Well, when you start at that level, I mean, we're talking about a man who's been in the industry for a very long time, and then that starts to trickle down as new leadership comes in, and they have a new approach and attitude about that, and this is a campaign on my side with executives, well, I have gone from them trying, from me trying to convince them to them saying, help me, please. When they find me, pulling me in saying, need me help. And, and, the, and we joke about the election, but what it demonstrated was for good or bad, social is an incredibly powerful platform to affect change. If you're the CEO of United, you might want to learn how to get on social before you have a crisis. But if you want to run for president... There you go. All you need to have is the Twitter well, account. Uh, Hashtag stay. real talk. What happened, yeah. to, what happened to United? <laughs> you, you, could, you could stay inside tech, right? I mean, Satya Nadella has been killing it since he took over Microsoft. Yep. He goes directly to his users when he wants to really move the needle. Uh, Dave Wright, uh, recently, a conversation totally. recently about came out in the register about uh, some stuff that Dave's done, and he just put out one tweet. End of story. And that was because he had a reputation of being out there talking already with a reputation and an audience. And that's the key is that um, with our executives, the strategy is uh, social becomes a uh, training ground for the uh, opportunities. There are going to be opportunities in the market. Dell is going to make mistakes and stumble. Our competitors are going to make mistakes and stumble. And our executives are going to be poised. And, and already we're seeing that change to take advantage of that because they will out, be out there in, authentically in the conversation with our customers, our partners, and, our, and other vendors. What are you going to say? I was just going to say that um, I think even for me, like to be very honest, I did not use Twitter until like last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it's, it said April 2017 was you get on Twitter. Is that what it <laughs> something it's... she went in kicking and screaming too. She's yeah. like, I'm not doing that. I right. really no I'm not. I really was. Actually, that's I'm not even gonna try and fight that because that was absolutely true. But I think um I felt kind of pressured to get on Twitter and to be more social. Um, and, you know, I was kind of told, like, it's really not that hard. You just share your thoughts, right? And I think that's it's it's breaking that barrier, but also kind of seeing executives and people at NetApp start talking about stuff going on. And it's I just wanted to join the conversation. And I think as I did, I got more comfortable with it. And it's, it's great. You get to build your community of people. And, like, um, someone was saying earlier, part of the A-team, you know, it's great to finally put faces and names together. So that's awesome. Yeah, with, with social media, you kind of get to curate how people see you, right? Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, the good and bad that comes with that, too. Well, you have to be very careful if you want to be curated properly. That's true. But <laughs> you do. Some people don't care about how they are curated. Well, that's, uh, that's beneficial for me because I have five daughters, and I track their boyfriends on social and stalk them quite ex- extensively. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, and so they, uh, they're, they're not careful, and so it's been great insights, yeah. Bliss is kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm uh, a little nuts. I yeah. feel like... Like, the hashtag for this week has been Real Talk. Hashtag like, Real Talk, yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that pretty much sums up the entire ETL in my experience. It has. Real, real talk. Hashtag real right? talk. It's, it's the hashtag for the week. You know, we had Dave Hits today because nobody talked about Dave Hits. And the one thing you say that we take away from it is here's a man 25 years later yep. as we celebrate the 25th anniversary. And he is he's very open. Right. He was talking about waffle. And he even said, you know. I'm biased. I wrote it, but it's probably not the best solution, and I'm probably too centri- uh, focused on that. To, to think about being a member of the A-Team, getting to come and listen to the founder of a company that has been a major force in the industry for a quarter of a century, and he's talking to you as an equal, right? From a technical standpoint, he's talking back and forth to these people, taking their input and giving it back. What kind of – I mean, that's kind of – you've got to pinch yourself and say, wow, this is, this is cool that you have that kind of access and a listening ear that's willing to listen to what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the other, the, I think the other part of that though is just that that Dave's an exceptional human being, and and it that's shows, true. right? Yes, he doesn't he doesn't carry those flaws that some have to compensate for at times. Valid point. All right, so that was the day one crew. Let's talk to the day two crew now. I don't know, man. I don't think I'm ready. You don't think you're ready? I don't think so. All Let's right. do it anyways. It got crowded. It was hot. Open the door and hit play. All right, so we're here today, day two, RTP ETL. Dose. Dose. Um, and actually, we're going to do a day three because we have so many AT members in so little time. Uh, so we're going to actually talk to uh, our first group of AT members here. We've got on the mics uh, Mr. Dan Barber and Hello. Mr. T-Mac. So let's start with Dan Barber. Dan, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you got involved with the NetApp A-Team. Sure. Uh, Dan Barber, I am a data center solution architect uh, now for NetApp, formerly uh, at various partners before that. That's how I got on the A-team. So I do uh, pre-sales data center support for the central United States. All right. And uh, how do we find you on social media? You can find me at Dan C. Barber uh, on Twitter. That's the best way to get to it. Or on LinkedIn, Dan C. Barber. All right. That's not Dancy. That's Dan. Dancy. C. Barber. Okay. Dan no, C. no Barber. I'm not dancing. You, you're not. You're not a dancing barber. No. Oh man, see, I'm following the wrong person. I got to fix that. Okay. Dancy new. Nancy Drew. No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> T Mac. Yes, us, sir. Tell us about yourself. Uh, what you do here, and if you can, if you want to give your full name, feel free. Oh, we'll leave it at T Mac. Okay. So tell people what you do. Uh, How did you get involved with the A team? So I am currently working for Presidio. I started recently as a data center architect, uh, doing a lot of post-sales work, installations, um, probably some migrations, but uh, uh, whatever basically needs to be done, uh, mostly regarding FlexPods. Okay, and how did you get involved with the NetApp team? Well, for the past three years, I'd been doing NetApp residencies, and you, Justin... Pulled oh, me? me in. Yes, you did. You found me at Insight and I, I said, did. hey, you need to do this. I did. I've known T-Mac for quite a while. Uh, we go way back to the support days. Yeah, <laughs> way back. Yeah, so he wasn't actually in support. He actually was a, cu- a customer that would call in with support. And generally, when he got to me, he was he was like, okay, I've run out of ideas. What do you got? <laughs> right. Uh, so, and, and honestly, you know, not to, to uh, discount what T-Mac has done for NetApp in general, he's very active in the Toasters DL. 
And if you're not familiar with toasters, this is like the NetApp forum before there were forums. Yes, sir. It's like an email DL where you can go and get all the NetApp information you want. There's a lot of active users on there. So if you're interested in checking that out, do you remember the, the toasters DL uh, address? Uh, hit reply. <laughs> and I do too. We'll have to put that in the, in the, in the post notes. Uh, and also, uh, TMAC uh, has a sordid, long history with NetApp. So when did you start dealing with NetApp? 1995, employee 137. Employee 137. He's He was like one of the original like 200 employees here at NetApp. Spent a few years doing NetApp stuff at NetApp, and then he moved on to do other things after NetApp. How do we find you on social media? TMACMD on Twitter. Um, Dr. TMAC? TMAC of Maryland. Oh, Maryland, the other MD. Always misconstrued. Yeah. We never were to think of that until we make the handles. My arm so. hurts when I do this. Suck it up. Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we've gotten the introductions of these two gentlemen out of the way. So let's talk about the ETL. Uh, we're on day two, of course, and we've gone through a numerous amount of sessions. Uh, so, Dan, what was the one that stuck out to you the most? I'd say Dave Hitz just kind of trying to talk about the direction of the company, right? We've been in this uh, transformation under mm. George yeah, uh, for a long time, and uh, inside the NetApp community and outside, everybody's been watching that. And, um, you know, he's been doing a fantastic job. It's, it's a hard job. It's a thankless job, uh, frankly. Um, and everybody today is trying to transform, uh, because data is transforming. Everything we're doing is changing, right? The world is changing as we know it. And, uh, just to hear that, uh, that our leaders uh, understand that and are, are embracing that and moving forward gives me a lot of confidence in where NetApp is going. So uh, that's always, for me, hearing from, from Dave and from George and the guys that are uh, guys and girls that are leading the, leading the team, right, to hear them coming together around things like data fabric and coming to a consensus like, how do we need to tackle this as a company? I think that's really great. All right, and T Mac, what did you think about the sessions today? Which one stuck out to you? For the so, since I've been doing these residencies the past few years, I've kind of been out of touch with a lot of what's going on. I'm, I've got a job to do, I've got to get it done, and there's not a whole lot of time left over to do other things. So now, in a new role, everything that we went over this this year seemed to be a lot more um, in line with what I need to pick up. So, I actually got a lot out of every session this year, which I didn't get last year. You know, a lot, a lot better for me. Um, but more, I think I enjoyed the, uh, actually the last session by Duncan with the uh, storage grid. Oh, yeah, storage grid, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I really didn't have any idea of what that did until today. Mm. So, Bob, um, you, know, you know, Duncan's always been, a, you know, Duncan's been around for a long time, he too. Has, yeah. Um, he, he and I were shooting the, shooting the hay before he went up there, but, uh, the just the concepts uh, was new to me, so it was good to hear him talking about how that all came together and how it integrated with with Amazon and everything else. So, if I was to restate that a little bit, you it, it, what, what I heard there was last year you sat in the ETL and you heard about a lot of cool stuff, but but it was just a lot of this doesn't relate to me at all. Exactly. And this year you found yourself sitting in the room going, "Wait, I can use that, and I can use that, and I can use that." I can. Hmm. Yes. That sounds to me like we're heading in the right direction. I think I'm just excited to see the A-team continuing to grow. 
right? Uh, we've got a lot of new voices this year. It's always fun to come and meet uh, meet new people and um, to see champions in, in their various roles. Nobody's really doing the same stuff, yeah. right? So we're hearing about we got partners here that are doing managed services. We've got uh, partners here that are building their own platforms and distributing. And we got partners that are doing like really innovative stuff, right? And they're they're all across the spectrum. And at the same time, we got customers. Um, so it's just really cool to hear about what everybody's doing. I think that's one of the most valuable things because we get in our silos, uh, like like T Mac was saying, right? We're in our silos. We're heads down. We're doing what we have to do, right? Because we got to get it done. And uh, the ETL for me is always a time to to stop, pick my head up, and kind of say, okay, what's going on everywhere else? And it's cool to hear about all the stories. And we spend, you know, we don't get to talk a lot during the the session, but then after that, you know, at night. You know, just talking to everybody, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you seeing? Are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? You know, what about this? What about that? And getting validation and, and new ideas, and uh, it really fosters creativity and, and productivity, I think. So it's great. All right, Dan, T-Mac, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. We're going to move on to the next couple of guys here, and we're going to talk to them about their experiences. Uh, Yasinth Yasuj? Um, no? Don't, I don't get there. What is it? <laughs> I don't get there. So, um... Uh, my last name is U.S., but it's uh, I just I just use my first name. So if, uh, pretty much everybody. Oh, like Madonna. Knows, uh, all right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there is no need to bust balls. I can. I I'm I'm sitting in this chair. I can wondered. bust all the balls I want. Uh, the, you, okay, you can do, that, that you may can be true. Anything. I can do anything. That's hey, what my I'm mom grateful. told me. You, I you, rem- you remember I his name? Yes. So yeah, Yasinth. Uh, so Yasinth and John Woodall are here with us today. Uh, so we're going to start with Yasinth, and he's going to tell us what he does and uh, how he got involved with the NetApp A team. Yeah, so I'm I'm a storage infrastructure architect uh, out of Eastern Europe. Uh, so I do field. I uh, work with customers and partners. And uh, the way I got involved, uh, I knew Sam from Twitter uh, for a long time, and uh, I saw her insight when the whole A team started, and I asked her, you know, can I help? And she said, why not? Yeah. And so that's that's how I'm here. That's quite an endorsement. Why not? Sure. <laughs> Make sure. Sense. Why, whatever. All right. Uh, John Woodall, uh, tell us what you do and how you got involved with the NetApp A team. Hey, excellent. Uh, John Woodall, Vice President Engineering at a partner called Integrated Archive Systems. We're out on the left coast in Palo Alto. Um, been around NetApp technology since 2000, so not quite the oldest on the podcast, but uh, quite a while, both as a customer and as a partner. And uh, got intro to the A-Team. I think Sam was stalking me on Twitter and Facebook for a while. She said like over a year. It was That sounds about right. It was the yeah. hat. Yeah. It was the silly hat. Might have been. And then I got a phone call from Val Burkovici who said, hey, there's this uh, meeting next week in Sunnyvale. That was the last detail. He said, you might want to go. So I said, okay, Val says go. I'm going. So that was it. There you go. And history was made. Yes. Uh, we are all richer for it. We are. So we didn't actually I'll get... i pay you later. We actually didn't talk about how to get in touch with them on social media. So, uh, Yasinth, how do we get in touch with you on social media? Yeah, so uh, do you take my weird first name? You replace the I with a one, and there you go. It's Yasinth. Oh, so not only did you take a name <laughs> that's hard for us, you know, silly Americans to pronounce and, and spell, you added a one to it. So it's phonetic. Uh, right? I, I had to because all of these are taken. There's you know, another Yasinth out there. Uh, a lot of lot of Spanish guys are running out with these names, and uh, what? Would have never known. What? It's exactly. it's like a subculture. Anyway, so John Woodall, how do yeah. we get in touch with you on Twitter? Uh, Twitter, uh, John underscore Woodall. 
All right. So uh, enough about Twitter and social media. Let's talk about the ETL. Uh, so, John Woodall, what stood out to you today the most with the ETL? I've had to pick most. There are a lot of really great sessions today, um, and I'm going to have to talk about two. I, I really think the HCI, the much rumored, talked about, not yet seen in the wild HCI. But officially announced. So we can but talk officially about announced. It. Yeah. I mean, I can use the three words, HCI, or three It letters. is coming. In the context of Solid Fire NetApp, I think that was outstanding. I think the differentiation compared to the current crop and architecture of HCI really differentiated the roadmap, the vision. Stay tuned. June I, should be a fun month. We even got to see a picture of it, the bezel. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, th- this this room. I think this room is the ETL team is the only group in the company that's seen that bezel yet. Yeah, like I think NetApp so. employees haven't seen that. They're incredibly jealous that you actually know what that looks like. It had dubs and spinning rims. I was oh, impressed. It was, nice. it was total. Yeah, had, it, yeah, yeah. And then I think you know the, I really enjoy. Although we're a technical team. I think it's important the work that marketing is doing to get a message out. And mm. I think, you know, with the 25th anniversary yeah. coming up, that was good messaging. Not the, not the session that I think we want as a technologist, but important as we talk to people to help them understand NetApp and yeah. what, what NetApp means in the market. So I, I got a lot of value from that perspective. Excellent. So, Yasinth, what about you? I'm, I'm, I'm totally with John with this. So um, you can't do that yet. Pick one. Ditto um, doesn't work. I'm, I'm, I'm excited how, uh, you know, uh, so we, we finished the uh, solid fire acquisition roughly like a year ago. And it's really good to see that how we leverage uh, all the talent we got with them, right? Yeah. Um, not, not only the technology, obviously the technology part, but we at NetApp, we always had the, the technology part. But, but, you know, on the other side of the stuff like, like marketing, and the way they market things and the, the way they brand things, we really, really needed the freshness what they brought in. So that's that's what I'm most excited about. And it wasn't just the marketing; it was also Josh Atwell with his developer advocacy. The other thing, which is the the most value for me at the ETRs and the discussion as I have with the real AT members, you know, is that I. So the market I work is a very small one. So I spend most of my time translating the messages, what we have in company-wide, to a small market that we have. But I'm most interested how the, uh, the the partners and the customers we have in the A-team, they implement our solutions and how they work with and what's their feedback on it. So that's uh, that's that's what the mo- most value for me in the A-team. All right, Yasinth, John, thanks for joining us today. If we wanted to get in touch with you again on social media, how do we do that? John. John underscore Woodall on Twitter. And Yacinth. So adjacent, as we say, Yacinth. Just replace the I with one. There you go. Am I saying it right when I say Yacinth? You are pretty close, man. I'm pretty close. Oh, Justin's pronunciation of people's names is actually rather impressive. I take pride in it. I try to get you it should. right. Except for Atanas. I don't He's try to. I, I don't even try with Atanas. In fact, today I called him Prez Blah Blah. Atanas <laughs> 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 Prez Blah Blah. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll get the next group in here, and we'll talk a little bit more about the ETL. Prez blah, blah. <laughs> all right. Two more guys here from the ETL. Uh, we have Mr. Pete Ibarra, who is our resident uh, reporter, roving reporter, photographer, <laughs> monkey slinger, uh, pin-wearing. I don't know. He's just like everything. Uh, Pete, Pete, Pete is how I know that uh, I'm missing one of the A-team WebExes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, hey. As his WebEx going on. But anyway, so Pete, uh, tell us about yourself, what you do, and how you got involved with the NetApp A-Team. Yes, uh, I'm a field technical consultant working for Avnet, uh, soon to be uh, Tech Data. And uh, how I got on the A-Team, I guess I uh, there was a guy in the past named uh, 
Brian Mitchell, I guess the Antap Geek. Oh yeah, so Antap he worked geek. at at uh, Avnet at the time, and I said, "Wow, he's having a lot of fun eating, going to these conferences at Insight." And then I I ran into some uh, chocolate covered bacon. I said. That's sold for me. <laughs> He's ran into I had it. to be a member. There was a whole wall of chocolate covered bacon. It was actually laced with drugs. As we do. Yeah. So we that's how we drew them in. That's yes. Drink the Kool-Aid? No, eat the chocolate bacon. So what I did is how do I sign up? Do I sign up with the bacon? <laughs> you do. <laughs> you sign up with bacon and you write it in chocolate. So uh Pete, if we could find you on social media, how would we find you? Uh my handle is uh Sir to Pete. And that's because I do a lot of stuff with uh, education, uh, especially with NetAppU. You'll find uh, some some uh, recordings of uh, Insight. I'm always talking about certification and the value that NetApp brings to the customers and the partners. Now that the customers are are now allowed to join our Insight conferences, so it's it's a value add that uh, NetApp brings to the table and certification exams are free where other vendors are charging you a fortune for them. Yeah, there you go. Free exams, free certifications. We want you to be certified because if you are certified, that adds value to us as well. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, also here with us is the NetApp Boomerang, Jer- <laughs> Jeremy Goodrum. Uh, Our local pirate. Yeah. Yeah, the, the vert pirate. Are you still a vert pirate? I'm still a vert pirate. All right, so... Uh, Jeremy, if you could give us a little bit about yourself and tell us how you came in contact with the NetApp A-Team. Old-time NetApper. I was involved with WFA for many years, still doing a lot of automation. And I went out on my own and helped customers really uh, start taking advantage of DevOps and NetApp. And uh, I got involved with A-Team last year, so I'm pretty new to the group. Yeah, he's pretty new. He's like the newbie, but not really the newbie because he's been with NetApp. For, I, I remember when I came to NetApp, Jeremy was here, and I was like walking around, and there was this dude in like cargo shorts and a mohawk. That was me. And I was like, dude. And he was like, dude. <laughs> and I was like, dude. And he was like, dude. And then that's where NFS dude came from. Yeah, yeah, I stole it totally. <laughs> but anyway, he was he was over in support, and uh, he was doing escalations over there in the MA1 accounts, which is our major accounts. And uh, he moved on to do TME work, I guess, with WFA and you know cloud yep. work. So he was doing a lot of stuff, a lot of important work here. Yeah, these days you can find uh, Jeremy figuring out how to automate our largest accounts. That's right. So, Jeremy, how do we get in touch with you? Vert Pirate on Twitter. There you go, Vert Pirate. And tell us a little bit about why you are the Vert Pirate. I am the pirate. So uh, I've been involved with cloud for a long time, so the virtualization portion of it. But uh, with a guy's last name of Good, Rum, and I grew up in the Caribbean on a sailboat. It kind of made sense. Grew up in the Caribbean on a sailboat? Like, what ages were you there? Nine to 17, living in the Bahamas. Nice. That's a pretty sweet life. I don't know. Massachusetts is still better somehow. I can't t- quite tell you why, but I, it, it's got to be. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of people from Massachusetts that came to visit me. <laughs> Every winter. I believe it. Yes. All right. So, uh, we've got... Uh, Jeremy and Pete here, and we're going to talk about the ETL today. Uh, and actually, we can talk about it either day. I mean, we, just because we're on day two doesn't mean you have to be restricted to day two. So, Jeremy, what was the session today or yesterday that stood out to you the most? Well, of, of course, I'm always going to choose cloud and the, and the cloud section, right? You can't pick cloud because Kevin's your buddy. Well, but here's the thing. That's what I work on, right? That's what's important to my customers. I work with customers to figure out how to build a strategy around hybrid and public cloud. 
And so actually I was really interested in CloudSync. I got very excited. I started thinking through some really cool opportunities for, for some of my customers to actually start moving some of that long-term storage. So you're, you're telling me this cloud thing is actually here to stay? It's oh, yeah, real. man. It's been here to stay for a long time. It's good. Where have you been? A lot, I, I've been here agreeing with you. I'm just voicing some things that I've heard out there where people are like, cloud, whatever. It's dumb. I was actually also interested in that uh, HCI. Yeah, that, HCI. That, that got me thinking. That's good. It's good. We try to get you thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's going to make a lot of people think. It, it, it'll challenge some assumptions. Uh, I'm sure that there will be some things we have to redo. Um, but but uh, I also think that when we finally get to that that thing to a, a V2, uh, it will be a force to be reckoned with. Yes, I agree. And Pete, what sessions stood out for you? Well, yesterday, Dave hits is always a, a hit. I look forward to. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, he was remote this time, so you know we couldn't really interact with him as much. But we we were able to ask him questions. But uh, somebody mentioned that you know they they pulled uh, his wind up string and let him talk. So he'll continue talking, and and then he just stops and waits for somebody to ask him a question. But I always look forward to that. That's like a highlight of my ETL for today's session. Uh, I'm. Uh, more ONTAP centric. I know the cloud's coming, and I know it's 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 here, and it's part of NetApp strategy. But you know the sand stuff uh, this morning and this afternoon really uh, talks about the future of what NetApp is and their innovation, especially with security and uh, networking uh, with John Mojica. Mike Pepper is also he's, he's always pretty good. I was in a certification writing exam session with him. So he's pretty knowledgeable. Another friend of the show. Yep. And Andy Grimes, which uh, brought it to the table to close. You're bringing where, in all our favorite hits, man. I'm part of the Sandman because I was, you know, I know Steve Botkin quite a bit, so I'm giving him some love here. Yeah, we were trying to get Botkin in here today, and he was like, nah, I'm too good for you. <laughs> well, he is. Really what it comes down to is he and I have a beef. He's block and file. No mix. So, Pete, uh, I, I understand that there were some videos for the... Uh, insight uh, folks to, with the 18 members. Can you tell us about what went on with that? Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Becky Moore taps me on the side of the back and she goes, hey, I already told Sam I'm going to take you out of one of these sessions here. And uh, it, it was about the time of the Altobalt session. So I said, sure, what do you need? She goes, well, we want to use you again to do a, a video on the value of certification because I've already pulled a number of the 18 members out to do them as well. I said, sure, what do I have to do? She said, all you got to do is uh, look beautiful and, and, and tie your a button on your shirt. We can't uh, have you roaming around with your button off. What? But that's that's more authentic if you that, get the button undone. That's for the mic, though, you know, so the mic wouldn't fall. She said, you, oh. have, to, you have to button up now. I said, sure, no problem. I thought it was just because it was too much sexy going on. Well, you know, there's also that. I mean, that's that's gotta, why I that's why I have to button up. I you gotta wanna... you gotta be careful, man. You'll break the camera. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to break anything. You know, no. those lights on you, and you start sweating. Forget it. Those are expensive cameras. Jeremy, Pete, thanks for joining us again. If you want to get in touch with you on social media, how do we reach you, Jeremy? Vert Pirate and Pete. Sir to Pete. Sir to Pete. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, we are here on day three of the ETL because uh, the first two days we couldn't fit everybody into the schedule. So we, we have a spillover day. This is the bonus day, um, bonus round here. We brought some of the A-team members that are waiting on their planes back to London. 
uh, to come in and talk to us about the ETL. So I'll go around the room here and introduce everybody. Uh, starting on my left, Jason Benedicic. Yes, that's correct. Sweet. So Jason's here with us today. So Jason, if you could tell us about what you do uh, and how you got involved with the A-Team and how we can find you on social media. I'm a principal consultant for NS Group and based in the Manchester, UK. Um, I got involved with the A-Team after we had some previous members in our company uh, move on. Um, and I was approached by Sam after the changes from the NetApp EMEA team over to um, the Champions United program. So um, you can find me on social media and Twitter, at uh, J.A. Benedicic. So this member you're speaking of, is he a very, I don't know, easily sleepy member? Yeah, he likes to sleep in strange yeah. places. Yeah, he falls asleep. On stairs, at, outside at a whim. I mean, really, I think he might have a little bit of narcolepsy. Yeah, I think that's pretty possible. But it's it's usually spawned by alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's like triggered. The, it's, it's more like alcohol poisoning than narcolepsy. But That's true. He does. He, yeah, because usually when he's sleeping, he's a little, he's a little green or yellow at, at times. So. A bit of jaundice. Yeah, a little jaundice. That's good. All right. So uh, also in the room today is Mr. Mark Carlton. Did I say that right? You did. Yep. Okay, good. That one was hard. Um, so Mark Carlton, uh, could you tell us about what you do, how you got involved with the A-Team, and how to find you in social media? So, uh, yeah, so I'm group technical lead at Concord Technology Group uh, in the UK. Um, I joined the A-Team about two years ago. Uh, well, yeah, this is my second DTL. So, uh, and it was... Um, uh, through Insight, so through NetApp Insight, joined it there, uh, approached by Sam from uh, some of the um, social media building that I was starting to do, presenting, and, uh, and got him from that side. And how do we find you on social media? Uh, on social media, you can get me on uh, Twitter, uh, at mcalton1983, and then I've got a blog, uh, uh, just switch it on and off.com. Also in the room today is, um, obviously the most fit person in here is uh, Dave Brown. Oh, thank you very much. Just I mean... Come on, man. You're making us look bad. What are you, 60? Uh, and you're, like, in perfect shape. I think somebody told me yesterday I was 22. Which 22? Was, uh, well, yeah, yeah. 22 is nice. the new 60. Um, <laughs> so, Dave Brown, if you could tell us about what you do and how you got involved with the A-Team, as well as how to find you on social media. Yeah, so I'm a technical consultant for Simplify IT. Um, I've been a member of the A-Team now for three years. Uh, I was introduced to Sam Moulton, our mum, from Mr. Uh, Michael Cade. Really? Cade yes. isn't... Cade, you're the reason he's here? <laughs> you're a facilitator, Thanks a Cade. lot, Cade. Cade's in the room, too. We'll talk about uh, with him a little bit later. So, uh, Dave, how do we find you on Twitter? So you can find me at dbtech1 on Twitter. Oh, that is your DJ name, DB, dbtech1. DBtech1, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good DJ name. Yeah. Uh, and also I've got a blog, uh, dbtech... Oh. dbtech... Wow, you can't remember your own blog. dbtechblog.weebly.com. Okay, there we go. All right. So um, we mentioned uh, previously with a few others from the A-Team that we did something called the ETL. It was the Extract, Transform, and Load uh, database terminology there. Thanks, Dave Marrera. Um, So we're going to talk about what went on at the ETL, and we're going to go around the room and just kind of get an idea of what the favorite sessions were at the ETL and what they thought of them. Uh, so starting with Jason, what was the ETL session that stood out the most to you and why? I think um, yesterday morning session around the strategy change, strategy change um, and the way that you're going to reposition yourselves. Um, it's good for me to see NetApp taking a long-term 
goal and moving away from where what was traditionally a hardware company more into a software company and then into the future into a services company? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, a vital thing to convey to you so you understand what exactly it is we're doing. Yeah, it helps us build our messaging. It helps us found a, add foundation to your messaging when we're talking to our customers. Excellent. Anything else that stood out to you? Um, the storage grid seemed to be a little bit of a hidden gem. Yeah, um, yeah. Really great product that probably doesn't get enough limelight and, and, and we don't see it pushed enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. Duncan Moore came in. We're actually going to talk to Duncan Moore next week. Uh, we're going to talk about the new storage grid release. But uh, yeah, he came in and did a great presentation. And honestly, I was listening to. It. I was like, oh yeah, we already talked about that. I already knew this stuff. I know storage grid. But every time I hear about storage grid, I'm like, oh yeah, it does a lot of cool stuff that you can't do with with other operating systems and on tap portfolio. Yeah, there's a lot of really good use cases there, um, especially a lot of the things we talked around about as a gateway appliance and that sort of thing as well, um, and gathering the metadata. Um, and, and, and adding on to that. All right, so anything else about the ETL that stood out, or is that all? Um, so being my first ETL, I think um, having access to the people um, and, and getting the recognition for and, and our ability to provide feedback into NetApp, what we do like, what we don't like, um, I think that's a really important thing. There are very few programs like this in the industry, so we've got a really unique take, and it's really helpful for both us and for NetApp. Excellent. All right. Uh, Mark Carlton, what about you? What stood out to you in the ETL? Um, so you nicked the first one. Um, the When we had the first session yesterday, I agree that was a, a good session to start with, um, planning out and telling us what NetApp's doing for the future and how they're moving forward, because that helps us within how we can help advocate and understand that side. Um, the other sessions really that stood out for me, we the, the ONTAP Cloud sessions. Um, this is something I've been working on and been um, quite interested in for a while. So out of those sessions and what uh, some of the delivery models are on how you can actually uh, deploy ONTAP Cloud and how it can be used. And then some of the after conversations I had with, with Kevin Hill um, around some use cases. Um, so that's one of the things from the ETL that I find um really useful uh this is my second second year at the utl now um and last year was a bit like um rabbit in headlights uh, basically everybody everything was kind of a shock not knowing how to uh to, to actually um get the most out of it but um this year trying to build those relationships and get the time with the speakers afterwards um to, to delve into areas that we're looking to focus on and what's actually happening within the uk market at the moment and how that can that can bring in Excellent. So, um, anything else stand out? Is that I mean the gist of it, or I mean, is there? I mean, you don't have to pick just one. Um, no, I think I think seeing everybody again, hearing what everybody's doing. Um, I want to say it's not just about the speakers. It's also meeting up with the rest of the 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 A team, um, being able to spend time with them and understand how they're using NetApp um, and what they're running into at the the moment. Uh, or problems or challenges they're running into as a business and seeing how that can, um, that's kind of working over in the US to how it's working in the UK and then out into Europe as well um, with, with the guys we've got over there now. So that's also a lot of knowledge that I get whilst I'm at these events. It's not necessarily all of it from NetApp. I'm getting it from people that are selling NetApp day in, day out. They're advocating on, on behalf of NetApp and we're hearing their challenges at the same time. So, Dave Brown, what about you? What did you think about the ETL? Yeah, excellent this year. Uh, definitely more content. Uh, I think NetApp are starting to realize the, the value of the A-Team. Um, sessions for me, cloud sessions was really good. 
Um, and Dave Pitts, as entertaining as always. You know, just pull the string and let him go, as they say. Um, really good. Um, you know, it's always interesting to um, hear the lowdown of, uh, you know, of the roadmap uh, and how NetApp continues to innovate in the marketplace uh, with technologies such as uh, uh, NVMe over Fiber Channel and uh, the storage grid web scale. It's uh, a really good technology, I feel. Um, also interested uh, to hear about the direction NetApp is going in uh, and how they're reinforcing the messaging around simplicity and that they're no longer, um, you know, a storage company, that they're actually, a, you know, a data management company now. Uh, so that's all really good stuff. All right, excellent. All right, so Jason, Dave, Mark, thanks a lot for joining us here. We're going to move on to the next group here. Uh, step on up here, Atanas and Michael Cade. Okay, so we also got Michael Cade and Atanas Prez blah blah. I will let you pronounce your own name. I can't. I can't do it. Um, so Michael Cade, if you could tell us about what you do and what you uh, or how we can get in touch with you on social media. Yeah. Hi guys. So Michael Cade, what? I'm a technical evangelist at, at um, Theme. So one of the alliance partners of NetApp, and and really our message is around how we can help with that. Uh, with the data fabric message from NetApp and how we, we can stick some of that glue in there and make, make stuff happen. And I'm sure Justin and Glenn will have me on to to talk a bit more about that later. Maybe, if you behave yourself. <laughs> um, and you can find me on the on the Twitters at MichaelCade1 and at vzilla.co.uk. Theme, it just works. I thought I'd just throw that in there for you. You can keep that in. All right, good. All right, uh, Atanas Presblablah. Um Tell us how to pronounce your name, uh, f because I murder it every time. And then tell us what you do and uh, how to reach you on social media. Okay, it's Prezdarov. Prezdarov. Yeah. See, I could do it. Yeah. I just like messing with them. I've been doing it all my life. It's easy. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I am cloud architect at Interroot. What we do is cloud. Architecting of clouds. Okay, yes. Yeah. You know, make the fluffy stuff. You make the fluffy stuff. Yes. All right, cool. So um, um, how do we get in touch with you on social media? Yeah, it's easy. At Prezdarov on Twitter. <laughs> that, that easy. We'll put that in the show notes for those of you who don't think it's easy, like me. All right, so um, we are here to talk about what Michael and Atanas thought of the ETL, uh, what sessions stuck out to them. So we're going to start with Atanas. Atanas, tell us what you thought about the ETL and what you uh, m took out of it the most. Uh, I'm not going to repeat what Yada said. Auto is that's good because you will have a lower chance of getting cut. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> now I'm being... just being honest. Hashtag yeah. real talk. Yeah. So what they said is true, but no point repeating it again and again. What was really interesting for me was the on top and solidify future sessions, and as working for a company who heavily utilizes both technologies. It was uh, really nice to see the approach and what is cooking at the moment and probably will be available for everyone to use even before the end of the year. We're really looking forward to that, and but unfortunately I can't say more. All right, so Michael K., what did you think of ETL and what stuck out to you? So this is my fourth ETL, right? So for the last three years we've been going over to Sunnyvale, we've been doing this this same thing and it's been evolving but ultimately there was like 12 14 people on like the first etl and now i think we had what 25 28 people there this week but just how that's grown is kind of kind of pretty pretty impressive from a, from our, our group's point of view 
Yeah, so having Roger Anderson come in and welcome us on the on the first day and introduce us to to the RTP uh, EBC was was really good and getting more exposure from for for our team within within NetApp is only a good thing. He, he was saying that. Um, only two years ago, he didn't know what we were doing or who we were. So that was—it's—it's it's kind of refreshing to hear that—that that now we're we're starting to get that that exposure within within NetApp, and people are listening to to what we say. Uh, and then ultimately getting to spend time with these guys that I interact with on a daily basis on Twitter and social media and on our on our Slack channel. That's that's really important to share those war stories and and also interact with those. Those NetApp, the NetApp guys that are also our advisors on the team, and being able to spend time with them face to face is is also just as just as important. So I understand that the ETL was a valuable experience. You know, you get to do a few days of interacting with product managers and the like. But you know, Atanas, what sort of things do you get out of it after the ETL? I mean, is there anything you get when you leave? Yeah, well, it's a good event. We get to see what what's been cooking at NetApp. So some product manager or important people developing. What NetApp has in the have in the portfolio uh, also have interest now to daily interact with us. So it's not just one-off session what they have done so far and what do we think what do we think about it. But they also join our Slack channel so we can interact with them daily and help them improve or get in the direction they they want to go. Yeah. So basically, yeah. what you're saying is the the product managers are not just interested in the one-time feedback. They want the constant feedback. Because what's the good of what's good of getting you know one year's worth of feedback when you can get it daily, and evolve the product as needs change? You know that, that's important. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know I mean, l- listen, what Antonis was calling out actually happened. You know we had PMs come through the, the the meeting this week, and then on their way out, you know all of a sudden a new channel comes in Slack, and we see a couple new people added to the group. So. You know, it, it, as we've said many times uh, over the past couple of days, as we worked our way through this group of, of talented individuals, um, you know, it's 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 really about feedback both ways. Us letting them know what we need help with, and them telling us what we're doing right and what's what's resonating with their customer base and what isn't. And 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 to expand on and and uh, what Michael was saying at the top there, I really think you know if you've been paying attention in the business, you. It, you guys know who the A team are. Whether you realize they're on the A team or not, you're you're seeing the A team. Go go check out storage field days or any major industry event and and look in the crowd and you're gonna see a couple of, of these guys and gals because they're all over the place. You know, they, they have established this really tight group uh, in amongst themselves. They get to to share information and learn from each other and then, you know, as as the vendor NetApp, we get the benefit of of being able to ask them questions, but but really, they're they're a power in and of themselves at this point. Well stated, Glenn Sizemore. It's almost like you've done this before. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to add, Cade? Yeah, I guess just to echo what what Glenn was saying there, right? Is that we're not just NetApp fanboys. We're from the uh, technical community. Some of us have backgrounds around networking, mostly storage, virtualization, and we don't just look at it in a blinkered fashion. Just at NetApp Storage or the NetApp portfolio, we bring all of the other vendors and, and industry topics that we that we know within our day to day job into the mix, and then that's how we can give back that feedback to to the guys that come and see us. Michael Cade, Atanas. Prezderov, thanks for joining Prezderov. us. Prezderov. Oh, yeah, I got to shh. 
in there. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you want to get in touch with them on social media, how do we do that? Atanas. Yeah, it's at Prestarov on Twitter and yeah, Prestarov on LinkedIn. Well, basically Prestarov everywhere. Everywhere. And Michael Cade. So I'm at MichaelCade1 and vzilla.co.uk. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That's it. Uh, we've talked to our A-team members. They told us all about what they thought. Uh, Sam Moulton, Amy Lewis, thanks so much for joining us. If you could tell us how to get in touch with you on social media again, that'd be great. At Sam Moulton. And I'm at Comms Ninja. And at NetAppA-team, if you're interested in following that account. Yes, sir. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netup.com or send us a tweet at netup. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or via techcontentpodcast.com. We also have Facebook. I didn't mention that in previous ones before. If you'd like to share, if you'd like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tech podcast team and Sam Moulton and Amy Lewis and the NetUp A team, thanks for listening. Thanks a lot, guys. And gals. Oh, yeah. I call everybody guys. Don't, that, don't be offended. Thanks for the op. The op? Yeah, thanks Ooh, for the op. Are we abbreviating Justin. things? <laughs> thanks for the stroop. That's right. Yeah. yeah Whoa, did we get stroop yet? Stroop. I didn't get one. Is really I've left. got a. I've Is got it just yeah. me that's getting oh. yeah. Was it Hilgers yeah. that made those? Yeah. Or Sebastian? Uh, the ones that are real, yeah. according to Sebastian, are the ones that he brought. Oh, so he like spiked them this with like whatever they have yeah. in Holland. No, I, I got it backwards. Sorry. No, was, was Paul's it? are the real ones, Hilgers. and no one's getting any of those. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I, honestly, I have so many stroops right now, I don't even know what to do. <laughs>